Ladies and gentlemen, I'm full of optimism. Einstein's theory of relativity. We're still seeing it quite well through that haze. E equals MC. That all men are created about the future innovations and growing strength in the air. This is Finding Your Frequency with your hosts, Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. It's time to speak up, share your voice, and hear from the thought leaders. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the radio show. This is Finding Your Frequency. I am your host for the day, Ryan Treasure. You know, it's that time of the year. It's springtime. Uh, everybody's starting to kind of plan what they're going to do for their weekends, what they're going to do for summer, uh, some travel, you know, all of those fun things as you kind of start to think about the springtime. And so what better way to roll in the spring but have a nice conversation with Tom Erickson, owner of the sailboat shop at Lake Pleasant here in Phoenix, Arizona, as we continue our Phoenix first series of interviews with local business owners. Tom, welcome to the show. We talk about uh, how you found your frequency, how you found your frequency in life and in business and all those things. Let's kind of just start from the beginning and allow you to tell your story uh, about how, how you got involved with boating and sailboating and what drove you to start the sailboat shop. Well, I'll tell you, I uh, actually was introduced to sailing by my dad. He sailed in his youth on the East Coast and we moved out here many years ago and used to go up to Lake Pleasant when I was in high school. We had a little 16-foot sailboat, and uh, he introduced me to sailing. It's just captivated me ever since. Awesome. A little 16-footer. I bet that was fun on windy days. <laughs> yeah, I uh, had a lot of experience uh, planing it across the lake, but also sailboats can tip over when it gets a little too windy, and I did that a few times and drove into the rocks a few times, learned how to do fiberglass repair and stuff like that, and it's all uh, served me well later in life, my adventures when I was 16. But uh, it's been a lot of fun. We've been uh, running the sailboat shop up at uh, Scorpion Bay Marina. Uh, actually, we've been at Lake Pleasant now for over 20 years, over 30 years in business in the valley. Uh, you can get the full scoop at our website, sailaz.com, like Sail Arizona, sailaz.com. And we offer lessons and rentals and uh, sailing tours and of course we're a uh, an American Sailing Association certification facility so we teach sailing from the basic sailing uh, classes, uh, basic keelboat class all the way up to doing uh, certification vacations out to Catalina Island west coast even down to the Caribbean if you'd like so uh, we're sailing headquarters in the desert that's awesome. And I don't think a lot of people, you know, think about the desert and how much opportunity we have to have fun in the water. Uh, I, I was talking to one of my friends and I'm like, yeah, I can't wait. It's about warm, about to go to the lake. And he's like, the lake, you live in the middle of the desert. And I'm like, yeah, I do live in the middle of the desert. But uh, Phoenix, Arizona is a, a very, very popular hub for boating. Um, I was reading a statistic about it and I believe it. Arizona is like the, the third largest boat ownership state in the United States. Well, I think on a per capita basis, that's true. There's a lot of boat owners out there and we're excited to try and get more women on the water. Only about one 
in seven boat owners is a lady. And uh, we'd like to change that. So the American Sailing Association is having a uh, special promotion right now to celebrate women on the water. And we're trying to get more ladies to come out and take uh, sailing classes. It's uh, really a sport that women can enjoy as much as men. It, we're not, you know, hoisting yard arms up like they used to do back in the old square riggers. Today's sails are synthetic fabric. They're lightweight. Women can handle it. There's also mechanical advantages all over the boat, winches and blocks and tackles and things. So women can get in, involved. And, uh, you know, there have even been women crews that have sailed around the world. Uh, Tracy Edwards in, in Maiden several years ago had a crew of women sailors that uh, competed in the Whitbread Round the World race. And uh, the current Volvo Ocean Race Series has had a lot of women involved. And we'd like to encourage ladies to get out and, and try and uh, uh, get a boat to go where they want it to go and get it to go there efficiently. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, you know, for a guy myself who owns a powered regular boat, I have the utmost respect for you guys out there sailing. And, you know, I told you before the before the interview, I go to Lake Pleasant, you know, my season's starting right now. My boat's getting some new upholstery on it. And as soon as that's done, then we'll be we'll be at the lake. And yeah, I mean, sailboating definitely takes a lot of practice and uh, some skill and you got to learn how to tie the knots and and do all those things and it's definitely more involved than you know your standard you know runabout or a fishing boat or or that type of thing and i definitely can see how much joy people can get out of being out on the water and just kind of enjoying the the sailing aspect of it and i do agree with you most of the time i think there's a stigma with sailboaters and you think of like you know 60 year old men out there sailboating but uh, I have seen plenty of women out there at the lake as well Um, but I like the initiative of uh, getting more women involved Uh, tell us a little bit about some of the uh, you know the kind of boats and different things that uh, you have at your facility that would facilitate uh, a woman to come in and and start to learn that process well Ryan we use boats that are uh, keel boats. They're a little bit larger than your sunfish and lasers and stuff like that. They have a keel on them, so that helps the boat be more stable, more forgiving. It's not going to capsize as easy as a small boat. These boats are 25 to 30 feet in length that we use for the class. And typically in a class, we'll have uh, a minimum of two students, maximum of four. That way, everybody's got something to do while you're maneuvering the boat. And it really is a challenge to balance the forces of the wind in the sails against the forces of the water on the hull and the rudder and the keel. And when you get those two uh, forces in balance, it's like you're sailing a perpetual motion machine. It's, it's quite exhilarating because you're in silence. You know, a lot of people are intimidated by sailing, but it's been around for 6,000 years and it hasn't changed a whole lot. Certainly the material, the materials they built the boats with have improved. Uh, you know, they don't use big tree trunks for masts any longer. They're either aluminum or carbon fiber, much lighter weight and stronger. Uh, but uh, you really shouldn't be intimidated about sailing. It was invented by very primitive people. It hasn't changed a whole lot over the years. The d- most difficult thing about sailing is the fact that the wind is invisible. Right. You can't. And so you've got to try and harness this invisible force in your sails. And when you get the, get the sails uh, filled with the wind, it'll take you anywhere you want to go, across Lake Pleasant or around the world. 
Yeah, that's pretty awesome. That was one of the things I noticed the last time I was at the lake. I think I was the last time I went was in November, but you guys had set up uh, a course and I could tell you guys were you guys were doing some classes and they had, you know, some uh, some buoys that you guys had kind of uh, uh, had 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 out there some yellow and red buoys. And uh, it was it was teaching people how to maneuver uh, the sailboats like around corners and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I thought that was really interesting because I, I, I'm not that familiar with sailing, but I had always thought. Well, if the wind is blowing one direction, I guess that's the direction that you're going. But um, that's not necessarily the case. You guys have the ability to, you know, swing the mast around and catch the wind from the other side and and, and, and really uh, have some precise movements, right? Well, the boat will go any direction you want it to go except straight into the wind. If you point a sailboat straight into the wind, the, the sail just flutters like a flag. But if you turn the boat off of the wind just a little bit, about 45 degrees, pull the sail in tight you'll actually create lift. Your sail really turns into a wing and uh, it will pull the boat through the wind and through the water. And uh, uh, the buoys that you saw out on the lake were probably one of the sailing clubs out racing. There's a couple of very active sailing clubs here locally, the Arizona Yacht Club and the Lake Pleasant Sailing Club. The Arizona Yacht Club holds a spring and a fall series out at the lake where uh, people try and make a sailboat go fast. And one of the big challenges about sailing is you can really learn 80% of sailing in a day or two, but the other 20% of sailing will take you the rest of your life because you <laughs> discover the more you know, the more there is to know. And you're trying to maximize something that is full of so many variables that reaching perfection is nearly impossible, but it's a challenge and uh, trimming the sail, getting the best out of it, fetching a direction, taking it, taking the boat where you want it to go. And uh, regardless of the wind conditions is, is an accomplishment and uh, gives you fulfillment and uh, very enjoyable. So when you guys are out on the water and you're, you're kind of, you're, you're looking at wind conditions and how fast the wind is, uh, is there, is there a certain speed of wind where you guys go up? Oh, that's too windy to go sailing. Well, yeah, if it's blowing 20 to 25 knots, it's time to to uh, definitely reduce the amount of sail you have up and, if possible, head into a safe harbor. But, uh, you know, a boat will handle more wind than that if it's outfitted properly. Sailboats can reduce the amount of sail that they have up and reduce the amount of power that there is on them. Uh, you probably want to have four or five knots of wind just to get the boat moving. Uh, any less than that, it can be challenging, especially if it's rough out on the water and a lot of waves and things like that. The the boat will get knocked back more, more by the waves than it'll be propelled by a light wind. But trying to figure all that out, get the most of it, most out of it is is really the challenge and and the most fulfilling part. Yeah, and you and I both know that on a busy weekend, Lake Pleasant gets extremely choppy water. <laughs> yes, it can. You know, you and, get you get these you get these guys out there with their big giant power boats with supercharged five oh twos doing a hundred miles an hour down the middle of the lake. <laughs> and uh that, that well, makes for some challenging water conditions. Yeah, actually Ryan, that the season here is a little bit counter to what a lot of people think. The summer season, it's certainly nice to go out in a sailboat in the summer, but uh the winter is the best sailing. Uh there's not as many boats on the water, the water is calmer, there's a nice breeze. You don't have to get wet. Uh, so uh, spring, winter, and fall are great sailing. Summer is still good, but the lake does get crowded. A lot of people will take a small 
trailerable sailboat like we use in our classes, and it'll become their San Diego condominium. They'll haul it over to Mission Bay for the summer and uh, spend a couple weeks over there in a, in a slip staying on their boat for what a nice hotel will cost you for one night. So there's lots of ways to use a boat. Yeah, no, that's interesting. And uh, I had thought about that. I think uh, Rick D'Amico, who's a, a retired uh, television anchor for Fox, did exactly that. He retired, took his sailboat over to, to San Diego, has it parked over there in, uh, in a slip and, you know, goes over there every week or so and, you know, gets to spend the time in the boat on the slip. And I don't know, that sounds like the life to me. I always had told my wife when we bought our house just recently, I, uh, or not recently, about a few years ago, I said, why don't we just buy a house? Houseboat and park it at Lake Pleasant, and then we can just live at the lake because that's so much cooler than living in a neighborhood. Yeah, life at the lake is enjoyable. You mentioned Rick D'Amico. I actually sold him his first boat. He came down and interviewed me at the Phoenix Boat Show back in the nineties. Awesome. He's, and, a, he's uh, a good guy. Bought him to sail, and then he has been a big supporter of the Arizona Yacht Club in fundraising for the Leukemia Society over year over the years, uh, helping us with uh, auctions and things like that. So. Rick certainly enjoys his, his boat over in San Diego now, though. Oh, yeah. He's moved I, on to a, a big one. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely got a big one. Well, Tom, tell us uh, uh, again your website, where people can find information on sailing uh, over at Lake Pleasant on classes and all that good stuff. Their website is sailaz, like sailarizona.com. And uh, we are up at the Scorpion Bay Marina at Lake Pleasant. That's 11 miles west of the intersection of the Carefree Highway and uh, Interstate 17. You turn in on Castle Hot Springs Road, and the sailboat shop offers sailing lessons through the American Sailing Certification Program. We also have sailboat rentals once you're qualified. We also do sailing tours. Uh, some people are interested in just kind of testing the waters before they jump in with both feet and we have what we call the three-hour tour we'll take a party of four sailing for three hours 185 bucks for everybody and it's a great introduction we've been helping people uh sail in arizona since 1988 and uh we'd love to introduce you and your listeners to the this fun sport that is just uh it'll it'll uh, entertain people from eight to eighty it's yeah. just a whole lot of fun. Tom, I'm going to have to come and bring my wife and daughter out there and go on one of those three-hour tours. Do you do those yourself, or do you have uh, uh, employees that, that take the, take people out? Well, we've got four certified instructors with the American Sailing Association, and they usually get to go sailing. I'm usually having to deal with uh, bookkeepers and, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> the oh, they, yeah. they get to do the I get out on the water from time to time, but uh, I got to pay the bills. Oh yeah, you gotta you gotta do do the bossly duties. Make sure everybody gets paid, employees and the vendors, right? <laughs> yeah, we've got a service department also where we repair boats. We're the only one in Arizona that can uh, uh, build sailboat rigging from scratch and custom rigging for uh, people that are uh, optimizing their boat and stuff like that. So uh, that kind of stuff keeps me busy. I get out on the water from time to time, but I've got some. Some great instructors, uh, uh, licensed captains, uh, retired school teachers, retired engineers that uh, are very good at, at uh, showing people their passion and introducing them to it. We've also got some women instructors that can uh, get involved with the ladies if they're more comfortable with that. So, yeah, check out our website, sailaz.com. Let us get you out on the water and enjoy the enjoy life at the lake. 
That's awesome, Tom. Thank you so much for joining the Finding Your Frequency show today and talking a little bit about the sailboat and how fun and exciting that is. And of course, want to uh, make sure all of you women who are listening uh, to their don't be afraid. The sailboats have mechanical uh, uh, apparatuses that allow you to move everything easier. You're not you're not rope climbing for four hours. That's for sure. Uh, so definitely go check that out, Tom. We appreciate your time. Sailaz.com again. Sailaz. This is Ryan Treasure with Finding Your Frequency. Stay tuned right here on voiceamerica.com.